Adams, Adamley, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. gone with that mic in your hand it's time for school rock school with your hosts dr joe burns the festival gigs uh, just started dropping i would say first and then and then you know the the dominoes fell pretty steadily after that class is in This is the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns, living down here in Louisiana in New Orleans, which is, as they say, on this date, the date I'm recording, March 27th, this is the new epicenter of the coronavirus. Thanks, probably, to Mardi Gras. That's how long this thing has hung around. So, Rather than me taking an hour and reading to you the same stuff that you can read, reading to you the the, the funds and the concerns and how many people have it and the countries that have it, I thought it would be better, since this is a music-based show, to talk to local musicians because... Almost all musicians and also roadies, people in the business, they're almost all independent contractors. So if there's no gig, there's no money coming in. So what I did was contact five of my friends who are professional musicians. Casey Saba, Dustin Cole, Hayden Kimball, Paul Zimmerman, and Wade Heimel. They all make their living as musicians. And once this thing hit, and once the powers that be decided that bars will close and no gatherings of people over 10 and all that, it, it, it basically ended their income. So what I decided to do was talk to each one of them, and during this show, you will hear from all five of them. You will also hear uh, from some of their music, and on top of that, if they have a Venmo or a Patreon page, you will hear from that. So rather than listening to me talk, let's listen to them talk. We will begin with a friend of mine from Cleveland, Ohio. His name is Paul Zimmerman. He's a keyboardist. On the phone with me is a high school friend who I actually played with a few times, Paul Zimmerman. So you are still... A professional musician. You had more guts than me and decided to keep doing it, didn't you? No, I had less options than you. <laughs> That's great. You are a keyboardist. So before the coronavirus began, do me a favor. Tell me what your life was like. How did you make your living? How did you how did you, you know, bring in a paycheck? What did you do? Well, for five days a week I played the piano for two high school choirs and I played uh, organ and directed choir at two different churches every Sunday and then on the weekends I would go play in either restaurants or retirement homes. So what has happened to all um, what is it the high school the churches the the uh, the restaurants and such what has happened to those gigs now? Oh they all went away uh, you know, like, uh, I, I, I think I read somewhere or heard somewhere that the school will still continue to pay 
which is good. They're hourly part-time people, which I, I am. Uh, nursing home gigs, not a, not a chance of going back there until it's over. Restaurant gigs, same thing. Private parties. I lost one real good private party, and I hope it will be rescheduled. I don't know. There was an annual school citywide event that I was supposed to play at for really good money, and, and it, and it went away, and I doubt that that will be rescheduled. Now, my church services are taking a little different approach. Um, the one church is now holding the video conferences on, on the Zoom thing online. Right. And, and that's interesting, and, and we all form a bunch of squares with our pictures in it, and we look like the opening to the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Which one are you? Are you, are you Greg? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know where I fit into that, but, I, but what I do is I bring my keyboard close to that, and I'll, I'll play for them now. Now, Diane was downstairs watching the thing on... Uh, her her laptop yeah, that's Di- only got a built-in speaker or my wife yeah diane is your wife right and and uh and she said that the quality of the sound didn't come through quite as well but i have a feeling that's because she had a, a you know the speaker on on her laptop wasn't hopefully it's it's getting through to somebody i don't know they did ask me to play more after i played the first piece so it must have sounded pretty good to some of their computers so what is your what's your existence yeah. like now, except for that Sunday morning gig? What are you doing, Paul? Uh, well, actually, I'm... Well, I edited a, a video I made in December that was long overdue, because it's kind of Christmassy, and I put that up on, on YouTube. Um, and then I've been... I'm I'm doing a number of uh, computer projects where I'm trying to get more of my stuff into computers, like like instead of carrying around big boxes of piano sheet music to gigs and clubs, where I can just get it into a iPad and just call it up on a screen in front of me, which would be kind of neat. If I was to say to you right now, there is a gig at some venue there's gonna be 50 you know i let's just make five thousand people with the coronavirus paul would you go would you go play the gig my wife would not allow it what about you specifically maybe she won't listen to this radio show but what would you do well i'd like to go play it but then she wouldn't let me back in the house (laughs) said is the problem what about What about online stuff? You think you might give lessons online? Maybe are you doing a Venmo? Are you doing a Patreon? How are you doing this? Uh, I haven't got to that point yet. It hasn't been long enough for me to feel the hurt. How long Things do you are th- fine right now. How long do you think that will be before you do indeed, to use your language, feel the hurt? Mm, I don't know, a couple months. And then what? And, and, and it could very well turn to that. I don't know. But I, then again, you know, I hear that we're supposed to be getting some government checks to tide us over. So, it, you know, it's a I, grand. I, it's a grand, really. It's not going to do much for you. Yeah, but, but there yeah. are two pe- uh, two adults in my house. 
<laughs> That's true. Does your does your wife work? No. She doesn't. Yeah, so your your source of income, this is what I'm finding when I speak to a lot of musicians. It's as if the United States government has simply thrown down an axe and here's where my income stops. Is that what you're finding? Oh, yeah, it is like a brick wall. Yeah. And I just, but, you know, I, I hear that certain positive things like certain drugs are seeming to work. And I personally think that this could uh, end pretty soon. I certainly I hope know. so. I, I mean, I know that they want to be careful and everything, but I I think at a certain point they're just going to um, realize that, okay, we've got a good enough cure to keep it from spreading, and that outweighs people's loss of work or something. I don't know. Yeah. It, I saw... You know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the one who has to draw the line between that. Well, you're the one that has to live with it. That's the concern. Mm. Yeah. I saw online... Well, I feel like I'm pretty... I, I know I'm not, but I feel like I'm immune, and that's, I know that's not right. I feel like it's like there's nothing wrong with me. Let me out there. Oh, a better day is dawning, a day that knows no night. When all sorrow shall be banished and every wrong made right, God will take away all fear, wipe away our every tear. You'll be there, I'll be there. You'll be there, you'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. In that better day that's dawning, we'll be there. When that glorious morn shall come and the precious saints get home, you'll be there, you'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. Oh, a brighter day is dawning, a perfect cloudless day, day of glorious revelation, all darkness rolled away. Free from burdens now we bear, free from all perplexing care. You'll be there, and I'll be there. You'll be there, you'll be there, and I'll be there. I'll be there, in that better day that's dawning. We'll be there, we'll be there. When that glorious morn shall come and the precious saints get home, you'll be there. on Eden's plain. Death can never enter there. Jesus' glory we shall share. You'll be there. I'll be there. If our fellowship on earth in the Savior be so sweet, what a rapture shall we know and around His throne we meet. When the happy day shall come and the precious saints get home, You'll be there, I'll be there. You'll be there, I'll be there. You'll be there, I'll be there. I'll be there.
in that better day that's dawning we'll be there we'll be there when that glorious morn shall come and the precious saints get home you'll be On the phone with me, a friend of mine, a musician, Wade Hemel. Wade, thank you for taking some time out of your day to talk to us. Thanks for having me. Now, do me a favor, Wade. I know that you're a professional musician. You and I have played together. We've done some recording together. What I'm interested in is, Wade, what was your life like previous to Corona? How much did you work? How much? I mean, how many bands did you play in? Tell me what your life was like. Well, uh, over the last year or so, I had finally just started to get in a place in my career where I would occasionally afford myself the thought of, hey, this almost feels like I have my stuff together. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I think this is going to work. I was playing in uh, five bands uh, that were all working at one capacity or another. Uh, there was Incubators and Biscuit Hound based out of Hammond. Uh, I was playing with Lily Lewis Project based out of New Orleans. Um, I had joined up with Dash Rip Rock uh, a couple of years before that, and out of Dash Rip Rock sprang a new project called Borealis Rex that is based in out of New Orleans and the North Shore area as well. So I was uh, I was playing just about every weekend. Uh, every now and then I'd have a Friday or Saturday that I wouldn't have something booked and I could maybe go sit in with some friends at a restaurant nearby. Uh, and, uh, you know, things were going good. Uh, life was peachy, so to speak. What did you find? Did it slowly taper off or did they drop a curtain and everything ended um well it was it was all the uh it's it's festival season as you know in in louisiana and so uh the festival gigs uh, just started dropping i would say first and then and then you know the the dominoes fell pretty steadily after that the first gig to cancel was uh, actually South by Southwest. It was going to be my first time actually getting to go out and do a showcase show at South by Southwest. Who were you playing with? Borealis Rex. Okay, Borealis Rex. I wanted to know who you were taking out there. Yeah, and then what was great about it was Lily was going to be out there as well, Lily Lewis, and she was going to have uh, our bass player Jimbo with her, and she had a gig on uh, Thursday, the Thursday that just passed, and uh, at which I didn't happen to have nothing booked on. So I was going to get to back into a South by Southwest gig with Lily as well. Uh, alas, none of that came to pass. So what's going on in your life right now? Are you, are you, I, I, I'm asking this knowing I just sat and watched about a half an hour of an online concert, but what are you, what are you doing with your life right now? Well, um, a lot of improvising. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. Uh, so, so uh, in, in a way, sort of trained for this moment for years. Um, but you know, just 
just trying to find uh, new solutions to a very new problem. And uh, fortunately for a lot of us, we that you know we do live in the modern world with all these amazing technologies that allow us to do things like stream concerts from our living rooms <laughs> and, uh, and potentially reach just as many or more people than you would have playing at a club. Um, it's 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 a, a strange new time. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to ask you an uncomfortable question because it's all about money, and I know in this society we're not allowed to discuss money, but I watched about half an hour of you and another guy. His name escapes me at the moment, but you put on a concert about two days ago, and I sat and watched about a half an hour of it, and you kept saying that Venmo tips are accepted. How much did you make in Venmo tips? Uh, well, uh, that was my friend Jen and I, and we played for about, uh, an hour and 40 minutes total. Uh, and in that hour and 40 minutes, we made $10 in tips. So we each made five bucks, which is, uh, enough for a pack of strings. (laughs) I wouldn't spend it on strings. You You can't eat strings there, Wade. So what's the, what's going forward what do you have a plan how long can you hang with this um i i don't know that any of us knows the answer to that question <laughs> but um uh, but we just got to keep going forward and uh, figuring out new solutions and it's it's uh it's going to be different for everybody and it's it's going to be difficult for for a lot of us for a long time but uh you know and it's it's the other thing is that you know we live in the society where it's sort of like you have to work to stay alive, and if, if you're not working, you know what you're, you're conditioned to think that you know it's what are you you frittering your time or whatever. But uh, you know, I, I'm also determined to look at the at any positives <laughs> that happen to exist. You know, like just you know it's you know, in all the bad headlines, you know, you see one that's like, Hey, you know, pollution is already dropped, you know, like a amazing amount, you know, and stuff like that. And it's just good to see stuff like that. But another, another good thing is that everybody's kind of taking the time to just sort of slow down and figure things out and assess what's important to them. And, uh, I think, uh, I think if we all just take advantage of this sort of, strange bubble where time doesn't exist uh you know we'll 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 find solutions in unlikely places and we'll all be able to keep going together i I gotta hope anyway wade i gotta be honest with you i'm shocked at how positive you are uh what uh, what do you hear from friends what do you hear from club owners do they have any kind of a you know, a, an out point. We're going to do this for a month. We're going to do it for six weeks. What's the? Do you hear anything from anyone? I think everybody's just taking it day by day right now. And uh, I've got a uh, I've got a church gig on Sundays that uh, actually didn't happen this morning. Uh, obviously, <laughs> pretty much not doing that. But we're uh, I'm going to be meeting with uh, a couple of the band members later on and the and the pastor and we're gonna just try to figure out 
uh, solutions going forward and ways that we can like sort of broadcast the service uh, in in the way that we've done in the past and sort of like uh, try to find a new normal that uh, that still feels familiar and like home. <laughs> so weird times. I'm going to ask you a question I've asked everybody else. You're my fifth musician, and I'm hearing generally the same thing. I'm shocked at how positive everybody is. But if you got a gig tomorrow, somebody calls you and says, look, I'm doing a wedding, I'm doing a corporate, there's going to be 600 people there, would you do the gig? Uh boy it's a it's a hard it's a hard thing to say no to but at, at like the way things are right now uh unless it was in antarctica i'd probably have to say no no really you wouldn't go do it huh yeah i mean if, if you're getting 600 people together at, at a time like this then you're kind of being irresponsible aren't you but maybe wade tell me i know you have a venmo uh, so if anybody listening out there is interested in supporting you and they should, I mean, you're, you, you really are, you're, you're shockingly busy for a, a, a professional musician. Where would, where would somebody contact you? Where would somebody be able to indeed, uh, support you if they wished? Well, uh, my Venmo, I, I've just set up, I've just join that world on the onset of this new world here um it's uh it's just uh i found that it's basically just a social media platform like any other where uh people can securely send money to each other so it's real easy to set up and i'm super easy to find it's just my name wade hemel h-y-m-e-l and uh yeah, you know, and any any little thing helps in these times, of course. And I'm going to be looking to do more uh, streams from my living room. If, if I can get another musician to come hang with me, or if it's just me playing Tom Petty songs for two hours, you know, <laughs> it, it'll be something. So I'm, I'm definitely looking to get some content out there for, you know, for anybody who's willing to tune in. I'll, call me. I'll come bother you for an hour. Excellent. 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 Let's let's definitely do that anytime. Excellent. 
It's time to take our first break here on the Rock School Radio Show. We'll be back in one minute to continue talking with friends of mine in the music industry and what's happening to them thanks to the coronavirus. Back in a minute here on Rock School. with me is Hayden Kimball. Hayden, thanks for calling in and talking to us about what's happening in the music, at least your side of the music, during this coronavirus thing. Do me a favor, Hayden. Tell us what life was like about a month ago before any of this got underway. What were you doing? Who were you playing with? How many times? That kind of stuff. What was your existence previous to this? Well, um... As you know, I'm a grad student, so my existence when I'm not in class or at work was um, either writing writing music at my house or going to band rehearsal pretty much every Sunday. We were getting ready for this really big televised show that they were doing in Baton Rouge. would have been a great opportunity, and so we were working on new music. We were working on old music. We were working on everything to get ready for this show, and so we were, we were moving stuff around to try to meet every weekend. <clears throat> to rehearse <clears throat> and um it you know when all this happened it kind of you know they had the whole quarantine thing so now we're currently at a standstill we're not we're not meeting up as a band to not risk spreading the the, the virus or anything like that so you're um, not you're not even meeting up what are you a four i think you're a five piece am i right about that we're, we're a four piece a four piece so you are not even meeting up with the other bandmates to practice because of this coronavirus, yes? Yeah, we can't even rehearse. Or, like, we can still write because can, I can record stuff over Logic and send it to the guys. But other than that, no, we can't, we can't meet up and rehearse until, you know, at least after two weeks. No kidding. Do you know, does anyone in your band, uh, are they showing any symptoms whatsoever? No, uh, not that I can see, uh, but we can't risk spreading it because we have older relatives. Our drummer runs uh, an Airbnb, so and we, pl- we practice out of her house, so she can't um, she can't risk us bringing the virus to her because then she'll have it and then her guests will have it. So she wants to make sure that her house stays clean, and so we, we don't blame we don't blame her for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, but no, nobody's shown any symptoms, uh, at least that I've seen. Um, we've all actually been going out exercising, so uh, I know my, my guitarist rides his bike everywhere, so um, that's his new hobby. But other than that, no, nobody's been symptomatic, nothing. Well, while I've got you on the phone and while I've got an audience listening to you, tell me, who are you? Not you specifically, but who's the band? Where do I find your stuff? 
Uh, if someone wants to listen to it, where will they find it? Uh, so we're called Voice of the Enemy. We're on um, we're on pretty much any streaming platform. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Apple Music, YouTube Music. Pretty much anywhere where you can find music, we uh, we distribute out of there. But our our two most popular platforms are iTunes and Spotify, and also YouTube Music. You can stream it for free on YouTube Music. Uh, we got a whole um, ten song album out. Um, it's called Martyr. You can go pick. You can go find it there. <clears throat> um, to describe the music style, it would be somewhere between old school and new school metal. So, I guess you can say Metallica, Bullet for My Valentine, somewhere in between that. I think would be the best way to describe describe our style. I got to be honest with you, Hayden. You have now coughed twice during this interview. Yeah. I'm I'm happy. I'm on a phone with you. Are you are you feeling okay? Is everything okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew you were going to ask about that. Yeah, um, I've got um, I've got a sinus infection. So what happens a lot with my allergies is uh, I get you know I get a lot of like a lot of buildup in my throat. Tell me what happened. Did did it sort of taper off the 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 uh, the gigs you're going to play, or did it in one fell swoop? Somebody called you and said, "That's it, and we're not playing anymore." Uh, yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. Um, we didn't have very many gigs lined up because we were we were going in to record an, a new EP. Uh, but that one that one show that we did have lined up uh, was supposed to be April fifth. So. I believe not this coming Sunday, but Sunday after. And um, it was going to be in Baton Rouge, it was going to be local. We had a bunch of people coming to it. And uh, I heard I heard about everything getting canceled. Like, I was in a, a play at Southeastern, and that had to get postponed because, you know, everything on campus got shut down. And so when that got shut down, and when that got uh, postponed, I don't want to say canceled because it's not canceled, but we just, got, we just moved it. But when that got postponed, I was like, well... Uh, I'll bet you the gig's gonna get postponed. And let me be clear, also, like it's not canceled. I think they moved it to the fall, so we're still gonna play the gig. It's just not gonna happen until the fall, uh, which is which we kind of see as a blessing in disguise. We can use that time when all this blows over. We got the whole summer to meet up, write, record, have everything ready before we go on in the fall. But um, yeah, it was kind of sudden like i believe in the course of two or three days it was and i mean not even that i think i was sitting at work at the desk i believe you and i just got through talking and mm -hmm. i got an email from the promoter saying yeah gigs off
Casey Saba. If you recognize a name, you've probably heard him on this show before, or you've seen him play around. He refers to himself as a Bourbon Street musician. Hi, Casey. How you holding up? Oh, man. It's uh, one day at a time, man. One day at a time. Tell me, tell me what your life was like before the coronavirus. How often did you play? I mean, how often were you out? Were you in demand? What was What was your life like previous? Well, you know, I've been playing music for a living for about 15 plus years now as a set thing. And, um, you know, every year, you know, what I've noticed is that all on season is when it's not football season. When football season comes, things kind of take a lull. Most musicians know you got kind of story up a little bit for winter when football and all that stuff starts. But then, you know, getting into this part of the year, coming out of New Year's into Carnival time and the St. Patrick's Day, this is like right when it picks back up festival seasons right here and all the people are getting married. Spring is right here, you know, and so this, to be honest, the way it's hitting me now, man, um, I uh, got the news, what, last Monday about all the closures all the way up till, what, April 13th and in that span of time, it cost me 18 shows, seven of which were private party corporate functions. They were either weddings or wow. conferences or higher playing, higher yield paying shows. So just with that announcement and not even accounting for tips that I could potentially make, just the base pay on those 18 shows, I'm out over $4,500 as of last month. Wait, 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 wait. Did you, so, say, for, did you say $4,500 just off of this week? Forty-five. $4,500, yeah. Four of those private parties that had canceled on me one day before the Monday announcement the week before, just in, in those four, you know, opportunities, not only were there bigger exposure, there were higher paydays, but those four of those uh, seven private parties just in and of themselves were netting around $1,700, you wow. know, not accounting for tips. So, so, so you at say... the same time, to answer your, but to more completely answer your question, like you, you, you constantly build, when you play music as a career, not a job, when it's your career, you're constantly building those kind of contacts. And so the opportunity, it was, it was insane that I had seven private parties in the next, you know, four weeks or it would be the last end of March and getting into April. And usually a month, I'm generally playing at least three or four times a week to get my average, but generally a month, it's, it's a lucky, it's man up from heaven if you get one private party a month. And so uh, the networking and the handing out business cards and checking in the babies, it all kind of built up to this ability to finally be like, all right, I've kind of got some higher yield opportunities here, higher exposure. Probably they're great too because the crowds are built in and you don't have to bring people up because they're already going to be there. So it's like, you know, you, you get, it's a big, it's a big punch, punch in the gut, man. And to be honest, though, you know, when they made me out till last Monday, I was I was a mixed grab bag of, you know, partial relief and partial like, oh my God, what do I do? Because last Friday, I was playing a show and it had a vibe like, you know, like Hurricane Party. There was a, everybody seemed to have fun. Everybody was aware of the social distancing protocols and not uh, coughing and doing stuff. I tell you what, Dr. Joe, this is not a good time to have a smoker's cough and be a fingernail biter. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> That's true. So, hey, hold on, time, hold on one second. Think. Hold on. Let me ask you a couple sure. questions. Yeah, you're, sure. It, it sounds to me, and I can, and I know you. I had you in class. I, I know you real well, and you, you sound a little frazzled right now. Do you, do you have anything lined up? Well, like I said, it's uh, it, it is. You caught me. I'm actually taking a break right now. 
from retooling my digital broadcast software to update it with my Venmo. I just started three days ago. I just started a Venmo page. It's Venmo.com slash Casey Saber. And Venmo is this thing where you can basically be a patron. You can sponsor an artist or a musician or whatever. And they have tiers, like a $3 tier, $5, $10. Every tier has benefits, like... On my Patreon page, I have two unreleased music videos. Um, I have an old photo session from 2011, so I'm going to open up my last 20-plus years of my musical archive on that Patreon page. But if I'm super honest with you, the four patrons that I have so far, there's four people that have signed up, two for $10 a month, two for $5 a month, and after Patreon takes their cuts, that leaves me with about $27 a month. So at the same time, you know, um, yeah, it's been the last 72 hours, have been a lot of, you know, me integrating with a computer and resetting up my, my software, linking Patreon and Venmo and PayPal to like my social media pages. The new thing now, because everybody's going to online streaming, which is great, but there are some groups now that, that, that have, you know, more members in it that have higher probability, but I'm also struggling with that because some of them are rejecting my posts for whatever reason. So it's just kind of like, it's, it's, it's become kind of a brave new world. And yet, to put it in place, man, I used to, you know, I used to work maintenance. I used to make, you know, I used to work at a five star restaurant. I've done a lot of jobs. I've done parking and I've done all kind of, I was a DJ my last semester at KSLU and um, all kind of different stuff. So it's, it's not that I couldn't do something else but at the same time to, you know, to try and, and build this, uh, this music thing and, and to, to account for the fact that people can't really go out. You know, I've been doing the live stream for almost three years now, every Tuesday night on my Facebook page, Casey Stater Music, from yeah. 7 to 9. And I'm trying to figure out how to, how to, you know, what's too much? Should I make a daily commitment? You know, do I want to do two hours a day? Can I, I'm tossing around an idea like called like the 10 spot, where just maybe it's a daily live stream I can do where I just play 10 songs, however long or short that takes. You know Casey, what I mean? let me, so let me ask you a question. Weird. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If you got a job, now this is, I'm just going to go the opposite way. A lot of people are not obviously working, but if you got a job, if somebody said, we want you to come play a party, you talked about the fact that you're a smoker and you also are a fingernail biter, would you go play it? Um, to be, I mean, that was, that was sort of the, I will tell you that I've been doing my fingernails almost a month now, and I haven't had a Coca-Cola since the first of the year. How about that? How about that? So, I will say this, um, you know, my fingernails have never been prettier, and uh, if I feel the need to, to clear my throat in public, I just swallow a whole lot. <laughs> so, um, How long can you go without doing, before you just got to say, oh, that's it, I got to go get a job job, how long can you go? I mean, I... It's it's hard to say. I mean, it, it's hard to say as far as resources. I, I've been in a luckier boat because I will say this: uh, one of the conditions and the unforeseen circumstances of me deciding to quit drinking is that I've had more pocket money for the last five years since I haven't been buying alcohol and buying people shots and doing that kind of thing. So I have been trying to get better about you know, putting some money away. Um, but every, you know, my rent for a 320 square foot apartment in Jefferson Parish is 750 bucks a month. You know, um, and then you factor in, you know, cell phones are 80 bucks a month, uh, internet for uh, 80 bucks a month, um, you know, all these other expenses, uh, gas, groceries, all that stuff, electricity bills, blah, blah, blah. 
I mean, it can take me about 12 to 1500 at $1,200 if I don't do anything else to just make it through a month. So having zero money coming in and doing that, I mean, it's every every month that that goes by, I would have to pull out of savings is going to to rattle my cage. Your phone, your phone's a little a little crusty, so I'm going to make sure I get it here. Go to Patreon and then search Casey Saba, C-A-S-E-Y-S-A-B-A. That's the Patreon, yes? Correct, yeah. You can go to Patreon and search Casey Saba, or you can just type in patreon.com slash Casey Saba. That is correct. Let me talk about the Venmo. Go to Venmo, and Venmo Mm -hmm. is... Did you say Casey Saba music, C-A-S-E-Y-S-A-B-A music? Yeah, that's the at. So at Venmo, I'm at Casey Saber Music. Or you can just do a search for Casey Saber. But if you're looking for the handle, the handle is the at symbol, Casey mm-hmm. Saber Music, all one word. C-A-S-E-Y-S-A-B-A-M-U-S-I-C. I have mm-hmm. said, I've put it up on Facebook, and I'm also going to say it at the beginning of this show, so I've already said it. Um, all those checks that are supposed to be coming out from uh, from the government... If, if you don't need it as a human being, there are people that do. And if anybody wants to help you with the Patreon or wants to help you with the Venmo, I think that's, that's the way the checks should be done. tickets to one of his shows and we ain't had no place else to go so we packed up our things and headed out the door and baby we was having fun drinking cheap whiskey and bottles of rum and you know I'm not really sure how we made it out alive yeah that's how you know who your friends are that's how you know And he spotted a girl with a pretty face He said, oh, hey, Case, I think I'm gonna walk up and make the introduction I said, Daddy boy, I'm gonna watch your back You better make sure your eye don't turn black I'm pretty sure I saw her come in With a fella by twice your side Yeah, that's how you know who your friends are That's how you know
decided it'd be best if we didn't roam and we lost Chucky along the way but we doubled back round and got you know that was one hell of a night I guess my ex-wife she must be right them good times ain't around often you gotta get them while you got them Time for the second break here on Rock School. We'll be back in one minute. We have to allow our affiliates to play their commercials, but we will continue speaking with some professional musicians who were affected badly by the outbreak of the coronavirus. with us uh, Dustin Cole another professional musician who by the way I actually had the pleasure of sharing the stage with at the uh, House of Blues for a little bit and uh, we've kept in touch on Facebook Dustin let me ask you a question before the coronavirus what was your life like how often did you play just tell me what life was like previous uh, I'm was living the dream honestly uh just working uh, as a musician you know i had a lot of gigs um in and around the city and all of that you know a couple of different you know types of gigs and you know i was just making my living that way you know so what what happened did you did it all happen at once or did the gigs trickle down or how did it happen for you um, it, it happened quick. Um, I, I just it started to look like it was going to happen, and then, then before we realized it was going to happen, it got it happened. Everything got shut down. You know, we didn't have much time to prepare for it at all. So, what happened with all your gigs? They just simply canceled them. Did Did anybody pay you for them? What happened? Um. Yeah, they they just kind of fell out. You know, one or two fell out underneath us, and then everything got shut down after that. Um. You know, I haven't been paid for many gigs that, you know, we, we didn't make. <laughs> so it's been, been a loss, you know. So let me ask you this question. If indeed this coronavirus going on, if indeed a gig came up for you, would you indeed play the gig today? Uh, I 
I'd be tempted to do it. Um, I do have my own health, you know, uh, issues that I, you know, I'm not too crazy to get, you know, any kind of coronavirus. So I'd be a little cautious of it, you know. I do, I do remember all that you went through. We watched it on Facebook, and I wasn't going to ask about it, but you brought it up. If you don't mind, mm-hmm. what did you go through? Uh, I went through, uh, it, was, it was pancreatitis initially, mm-hmm. and um, I just had complications from that. That lasted, you know, eight or nine months. I was in the hospital, had uh, drains in my sides, all kinds of fluid, just craziness, and yeah. um that's kind of what I went through with that. You lost a ton of weight. <laughs> yeah, I did. I lost a hundred pounds. I didn't, I didn't eat for four months straight. Wow, um, you're you're a member of the hundred pound club, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, so what's <laughs> what's the future? It's you know it's it's Friday. We're recording this on a Friday. What what does the the next two weeks or three weeks of your life hold? Uh, I'm in the studio right now recording a record, so that's my answer for it. <laughs> is it your record, or are you um, playing on someone else's? Yeah, this is my my record. This could be uh, Dustin Cole and the Dead Men. Okay. So tell me, where mm-hmm. where does someone go to get the music that you record and such? Because that's, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that how you are attempted? Everybody I've spoken to is saying exactly that. They're they're making a living by hoping to sell music or, or are you doing that? Well, I'm not to that point yet. Um, of course, once the music is done, then I'll be at that point. But uh, that is the plan, you know, mm-hmm. to get this record out and start playing more shows. Uh, hopefully, these bars start opening up. What did you? What have you heard from the people who run the bars and such? Did they give you any kind of a timeline, or did they just say thanks, no more? Um. Well, everybody kind of got the news about, uh, I guess it's April 13th at the same time. That's that's the date that things are supposed to open back up. But I'm hearing uh, it may be longer than that. Um, you know, a few people I've talked to, they're just just trying to make their money somehow so they can keep going, you know? Yeah. How about you? Do you have a, a Patreon, a Venmo, or are you trying to pull money in from somewhere? Um, yeah, I'm getting all this stuff set up. Um, I do, I do, I don't have the information with me right now. Okay. When you, <laughs> hey, when you do, by all means, when you do, by all means, you you have to get it to me so I can yeah, make sure it's out and such. So right now, if somebody wanted to connect with you, because I know you played a lot, so people must know. Hopefully I'll hit some of the people that listen to you or I can introduce them to you. Where can they go to hear Dustin Cole's music? Uh, well, every, once the record's finished, it'll be distributed on all the, you know, every online, you know, uh, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. Um, as far as social media, it's on, on Facebook, Instagram, both Dustin Cole and the Dead Men. You can catch all the information there. Mm-hmm. Dustin Cole and the Dead Men. How about the people who would play with you? Are they doing anything? Was this were they full time musicians as well? Um, not full time musicians. Um, some of them do have gigs in in the field. You know, um, one of our guys is a um, a sound engineer, and he, you know, he works a lot of these festivals, and they've just they've all been postponed. You know, so he's lost a lot of work. 
Um, you know, the other the other guys you know are in a few other bands as well. So um, you know they've lost gigs. You know, so it's affected everybody. How about you? Are you going to ride it out? Do you think you might go out and get uh, get some kind of work? I have heard that roadies have decided to do work for the census. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I do keep a, uh, a part-time job um, that just gives me a little bit of money here and there, so I still have that, mm-hmm. um, just as something that's coming in. But um, other than that, you know, my, my wife has, has gone back to work. Um, she just started a new job uh, uh, yesterday, so, you know, she's doing her part to try to make this work while we're while we're struggling, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, look, you know, you marry a musician, you know there's going to be lean times, and and this is uh, uh, this is one of those lean times. you gotta got to make a point of thanking the living heck out of her. Yeah. Dustin Cole, make sure you go see him. Dustin, U-S-T-I-N-C-O-L-E. Find him on social media, and, of course, you're going to get stuff from the Rock School show. Dustin, thank you for t- spending some time with me. Absolutely. Thank you.